It was very important to establish the idea of human freedom, and all our political systems are built on various adumbrations of this concept of freedom. We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. It's Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. That's how you start a radio show. It is Friday. That's how you start a radio show. Hello, St. Louis. Hello, in. world. Hello, everybody. Hi, Craig. Hi, Seth. And hi, Roman. Who's this? Roman is back. Stranger to the cause. Stranger to Stranger day. There's my whistle. Where's my whistle? God, it's so great to be here. What a week. What a week. What a week we've had. It's insane. we got a great show for everybody. I'm super excited. You can catch us at HoosierSophisticate.com. You can catch us on Facebook. You can catch us on Twitter. You can catch us on Instagram. You can catch us on anything, Craig. Nine twenty AM. WGNU nine twenty AM dot com. You can do it. Live. You can you do can it do anywhere. It right get it. Get YouTube. it wherever you want it. You get can, it. If you're listening YouTube. on the radio, you get home, you want to see our beautiful faces, you can jump on Facebook on the live stream on YouTube on, stream. on the Mycelial Media channel on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Text us. Text us. Shoot us a text. Three one four eight eight zero zero eight zero eight. That that phone line, by the way? Call it. Call it. You want to know why? Because Parlor STL and Tower Classic Tattoo. They're the best. They make it possible for you to do it. They're the best. We got Momed Canco. <laughs> dot com in the house. Oh, still got good color. Get that microphone out of the way there. Show that. Show I your booty off. It. Show I your booty off. my butt to the, the camera for all so, you in radio yeah. land. Uh, so, uh, Momed Canco, Missouri Ooh. Medical Cannabis Company. Ooh. They make this whole presentation possible. Can you say that? MomedCanco.com. Enter Hoso at checkout. Guess what? You get 15% off everything what? site. What? What? 15%? 15% off everything site wide. And just let them know the old sophisticated Hoosier sent you. Just because you're a fan of the show, you're getting discounts and we're adding value to your life, Seth? I can't get over that intro. Who's just so bad? Everybody gets it. That's an earworm for you guys. That's my specialty. I saw uh, Integrity. Integrity's Integrity in the, in the building. There's my man. I saw him. He was getting down to it. Am I right? You're getting down to that a little bit? Not too bad. He's down to his head. He's down to his head. Roman dropped that beat. Oh, God. That's good. You got a nice little mouth, boy. <laughs> that's probably not the first time you're I've heard that. Nor that. will that be the last. <laughs> hey, you said you were making a note, Seth. What was the other note you said you had written down? You didn't Earlier, know? We're, yeah, outside we were having a little show meeting, a little pre-show gathering. Pre-show. We were talking to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pre-show. Uh, we were talking about, you know, let's – we need to take better notes, basically. Yeah, know? we do. The, the things we've said. And I, I was telling you earlier, I pulled out of my bag uh, a my big. piece of paper, and I, I look at it, and the note is, Steve says balls of love at seven-something. I don't – 
Didn't have a date, though. I don't remember saying it. I honestly don't balls remember saying it. Balls of love. That's why I love your game so much. There's typically balls of love in your mouth constantly. Like, it's a hard thing to pinpoint. You can't say that on the radio, right, Seth? Well, it's a hard thing to pinpoint. Yeah, it's chocolate, chocolate salty or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, like Chef. Turkey yeah, meatballs. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. noise healthy. Jenny, shout out to Jen, my wife. She made some delicious meatballs. You ever have the meatballs with, like, the jam and the sauce? It's like there's jam in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I love jam sauce and meatballs. Sweetest so meatballs. good, dude. Oh, baby. Tell them what we got on the show tonight, Craig. What do we got on the show tonight? We've got our friend, friend of the show, former U.S. Senate candidate, uh, still very involved uh, in the libertarian movement, owner of the libertarianrepublic.com, Austin Peterson. He's going to join us at 630. We're going to talk about awesome. We ha- we got it. We're going to recap the year a little bit, ladies and germs. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good old time. We're going to talk about all the crazy stuff going on in the political spectrum. We've got some cannabis news. We'll talk to him a little bit about the hemp bill, what he thinks about the farm bill. And uh, good. how Thomas Massey is uh, you know getting on board, what he thinks about uh, people keeping their guns that might possibly be patients. He's at- getting booed. He's getting booed off of the Senate floor. Because he's making them record votes. How ridiculous it's was great. that? I get great. all How of my Thomas Massey news from you, which I appreciate you yeah, and uh, sure. Marty. Mar- I'll call Marty out Marty. Rainer. He's so great yep. about keeping me up to date with who's actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yep. Uh, Massey is the man. He's he gives a, a thumbs a, up a to everybody who who's booing him. They booed this man for doing his job. I don't get it. Craig. Uh, yeah. Was he smiling? I can't. I bet he was smiling. Oh, he was smiling. Oh, I mean, yeah. he, he knows he's guy. doing what he's supposed he, to be yes. doing. So. He's making them record their votes. What, what was it on? You, what was the vote on? Do you remember? It was. They were trying to. That's the whole thing. They slip before all they the go things. To, before they go to recess, they think they can hammer all these things through. And he says, you know, other than getting people to actually record the votes, what people don't see are the things that weren't put to a vote because he stood up there and made mm. people put their name on it. So, Thomas Massey, hats off to you, I sir. I love that guy. The great congressman of Kentucky. Gosh, Kentucky's what? got some great politicians standing up I know. There. It's crazy, Kentucky. Man, so what? I could so just picture Massey. I, right? I could just picture yeah, Massey. Like Massey just walking off while being booed to a BG song. That's funny because that's my, that's my <laughs> family's name over in Kentucky. That is Massey, awesome. so I wonder if I'm kin to the guy. This is great. Okay, so Roman, he's, you're from Kentucky, right? Well, my family's from there. Yeah, Massey's. They're the Masseys. We we did a, a Google search at work one day. Roman and I were doing some some laboring together, and oh, just some God. man's just some man's work. <laughs> and he, we we're like looking up our names and stuff. You look up McNews of they're like the whites of West Virginia. <laughs> the McNews of Kentucky, baby. <laughs> Terrible. He's like, all of them, all of them were like. Like prison yes, photos. They're all mugshots. And then there's me just looking on that person. has about three glamour shots on there. I'm like, you're giving the family a good name, dude. It was great. So if you're bored, Google McNew in Kentucky and have yourself a good I old this. time. Please <laughs> do. It right it's now. great. But I can't wait to talk to Austin Peterson. I think the way he's been using social media, the way he, he's, he's on way Twitch. ahead of every politician in the game. When it comes to social media, there is, there is no... No denying how much further ahead of the curve he is than everybody else. Oh, yeah. If you'll remember, during the Senate race, and he was outspent. I mean, the Republican Party <laughs> threw everything into Josh Hawley's basket, right? But if you remember, if not for campaign rules, and had they formed a super PAC, he, somebody tried to donate $250,000 in Bitcoin to Bitcoin. Him. He is, yeah. He's always been uh, very uh, crypto-friendly. You know, that's that's a very libertarian angle. Um so he's an interesting guy because I think I, I felt like, and one of the reasons why I was so excited to get behind him is because <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know. I see you, baby. I see you. No, but 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 because he can stand toe to toe and talk constitution with anybody in the game. For and at the same sure. time, like he he gets meme culture. 
Yes. And he understands how much power there is in that in today's day and age and the way to shape there's there's a there's a battle right now and I, and as someone who's uh, voted conservative and 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 then kind of moved towards libertarianism more and more um, there's a battle and you see it this this younger generation and as kids are younger um, you know it's very easy to understand why they go for for politicians that promise the world because they haven't been around long enough to just be just let down by these people. I'm there. Just let down over and I'm over and over again. To that they stage. are not the answer. They have no answers for you. They are not. They're not interested in what makes your life better. And a lot of times, when it comes to uh, what makes your life better, it's not always the easiest thing. No, no, we got to no. stand up and take responsibility yeah, for do. ourselves. So there is this contingent. Uh, there's there's kind of a counterculture to a, what what I would consider a lot of younger kids. Uh, and 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 for my liberal friends, I'd mean no offense by this, but when I was younger, you know, they said, "Hey, if, if you're 18, you don't vote Democrat, you don't have a heart. But if you're 30, yep. you don't vote Republican, my dad you told don't me have that. a brain." Right? Shout and out like, to George. And that was that's kind of an old adage, and it's too simple. And be- yeah, especially is. because Democrats and Republicans, there's so little I'm talk crap of my dad. There's Jesus so Christ. little uh, uh, separating them anymore. Yeah. Oh no, it's, no. it's ridiculous. Whoever's in power is still hammering dog yep. crap down our yep. throats. So and I, um, so I, it's really nice to see like these other kids are like, "Oh, you guys are all yep. fools." We don't re- we don't require you to give us our news anymore. We don't require you to be a middleman for us anymore. We don't, and so like it's really encouraging to see this younger group of people get passionate and kind of get behind a movement. I think Austin is he young enough it. and fresh enough that he speaks their language. Sublime, but he can still stand. I the thing that I am most upset about. I would I think he would have been a tremendous senator for us. The thing I'm most upset about is that we didn't get to see him in a, a, a main debate stage because the one debate that he did. <laughs> He absolutely undressed every single one of his opponents and and did it so tactfully. And it was how many times – we were going to make a clip video. How many times the people that came and spoke up after him be like, well, it's like Austin said. Well, it's like Austin said. Well, it's like Austin said. He said if someone can put together a clip video for it because the other candidates said it so They corroborated every point. That he was, except the thing is, is that he actually meant it. So when yeah. when he was like, well, "Hey, they might have meant it," they're too, like, after "Oh, they that heard sounds it. good." Well, yeah, that sounds good. Go ahead, copy yeah, but, that. but he says things like, "Hey, I'm I'm running as a conservative and uh, building a massive wall for millions and millions of dollars. It's not a conservative ideology." He had he he broke me with a thought, a simple thought on that whole wall deal, and I want to tease it a little bit. I dropped that knowledge that he dropped on Facebook to my family and friends at, at Christmas, and they were like. Oh, so I'm going to get a little bit into cool. that. We're going to talk to him a little bit about that. Seth, At seven o'clock, Seth, you put together a little gem for us, didn't you? I did. Uh, we're going to take a uh, walk down memory lane Can't with wait. our 2018. A lot of work. Just the best moments of 2018 from work, the show. Seth. And of I course, a lot things, of things too. aren't in there, but a lot of things are. That's the best I can tell you. Okay, okay, yeah, that's good. It's I can't good. wait. I'm always I'm excited. You. Anytime you have fun, yeah, with me audio, too. I'm always excited to see. What oh, you I put together. I put my heart and soul into this. I believe you. This is my gift to you. My late Christmas present. We should have got him some. I'm going to tell you right. Right now, the, this search result, the image Ugh. results for uh, McNew family in Kentucky is absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's either dead or in jail. What's with all the tombstones? Yes, Charles is I dead. You. Do you know I Charles? Well, no, this is the thing. is It's Massey's. A lot of them banjo? look like. We have that banjo. You got McNews in southeast Missouri, uh, and you got Massey's Kentucky. in Kentucky. So if you're looking at McNews in Kentucky, you might not find anything. Oh, I found something. Just an imaginary line. I found a bunch of people that look like Heaven's Gate members. <laughs> we, got a, we got something on our Facebook page. We got Frank E. Uh, chiming in. He says the Constitution is whack. How many current organizations follow rules set before the Industrial Revolution? He Answer, probably follows the religions uh, and governments. I was going to say he probably follows the Old Testament. 
Really? Frankie follows the Old Testament? Interesting. Blank <laughs> BC Interesting thought from that thought. That was BC, nice. I can dig it. Yeah. I'm Guys, we got, a, we got a huge show for everybody, but Craig and I were talking a little bit about inconsiderate people, and I heard earlier that on our, on our page, someone was like, I'm commenting for the first time. I just love all the positivity that pours out of the sophisticated Hoosiers Facebook group. And that's, we were talking, we're like, God, that's exactly where we wanted to be. We wanted to not be a safe space, but we wanted to be a place where people could talk about ideas, uh, interchange differences in thought, but uh, in a cordial way, in a thoughtful way, um, showing a little bit of empathy. Yeah. And hearing the, the, the people say that about it, it's, it's a beautiful thing, Craig, sure. what, what we're starting to build here. And uh, oh, I was kind of, I was wondering, you know, like. Because sometimes I wonder if we'd gotten away from that because we did. Yeah, we had you had this previous show and we had the the, the yeah, school for unconditional love was our was our group yes. and we're going to bring that back in some capacity because it was such a it was such a great name and it was really all encompassing of what we wanted to do. And you're right, like it doesn't mean that it's going to be you're going to be safe from like hard debates. That's not that's not what we're looking for here. But ideally, everybody's going to leave feeling better and better than. They were when they when they yes. came there, and it's kind of this this like simple little mantra that I like. Just be a credit and not a debit. Be a credit and not a debit. Add to the conversation. It doesn't necessarily. You don't have to be in agreement. Add to it in a respectful way. Oh yeah. We we always talk. You know, you're you're not going to win anybody over with piss and vinegar. It's not going to happen. We had a, a couple bright little shiny shiny bright lights in the group too that are really like mm-hmm. stepping up. People that like. You don't really – you don't know them that well. Yeah. But then you start seeing some of these interactions. You're like, oh, the internet's not the most awful place in the world. And we were talking about inconsiderate people and how to kind of deal with them. You told me a pretty funny story on the way here. I think we should get into that. Sure. But I had a pretty interesting experience at Home Depot earlier today. Uh, shout out to the one on King's Highway. You're trash. You're, <laughs> You're trash. awful. Trash. You're trash. You know it. <laughs> I got to do this thing called text so much to confirm. Fortnite. Oh, dude. You're trash. You're trash, man. You're trash. Oh, the hacker. He's a hacker. It's so much He's lag. He's got aimbot. There's so aimbot. much lag going aimbot on. Aimbot is the newest one. All right, so I'm I'm in line. I, I no, I'm not in line yet. I'm going there. I got to get a bunch of drywall. Okay, I don't even want to do the drywall as is. I go to Home Depot. There's a I bring in a cart from the outside because there's never carts in there. You'll never you'll never find you won't find a cart in there that you need. So I go in there, I bring a cart in, all the way from the back of the, of the parking lot. I go all the way in, I go to the drywall section, there's a cart sitting right in front of the 4 by 8 drywall sheets, half inch. I'm like, okay, this is great. There's another cart there, then I see a couple guys, I'm like, okay, maybe it's theirs or whatever. So I slowly push theirs away. They're looking at other things in the other side of the aisle. So I move their cart within five seconds of me starting to put the first two sheets onto this uh, uh, little pallet did cart. Take my cart. He's like, did you move this cart? <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, and me being me. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I thought they were just looking over here. Now they're going to go back over to this to sure. the drywall. Two guys there. It's a lot easier to load drywall with two guys, okay? And when you can get a hand at Home Depot, it's usually from someone who, not, who doesn't work at Home Depot. You got to the ones maybe out. It's and, the people who do it, and they, they yes. know how much it sucks. So I, I'm, I move my cart. I'm standing there. This guy, he's about 60. He's like, ugh. Uh, just looking at me all gruff. I'm like, I I moved. What more do you want from me? So I start walking away. I'm like, I'm going to pick up my screws. I'm going to get my mud. I I pick up that stuff. There's carts. There's, there's ladders everywhere. There's, there's little uh, hubs with like buckets and stuff. Get all this stuff out of the way. Home Depot. You're just clogging up the clogging everything up. The other day there was a, a, a a forklift had dropped 20 pound, 20 minute, 
uh, bags of mud. It had actually dropped because they'll, they'll close down the lanes. Sure. Well, they closed down four lanes because some guy actually broke something for once. I'm like, they're shutting this whole place down. <laughs> I need one thing. I need one thing that's over there. They're like, no, Cam, we're the gates up. Sorry. I'm like, I can move this gate. We could move this. <laughs> I just left. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. So the guy walks. I walk back to my cart. The guy's walking away. He's walking towards the front. I'm like, where's this guy going? They haven't loaded up any drywall yet. Now it's my I'm, – I'm ready to load drywall. I'm ready to go. Time is money, okay? I got to go. I, I, I'm going up to the cart. I see the guy behind me. I'm kind of looking at him. Now I'm mean mugging him. Now me and him are looking at each other, and he's still walking up front. I'm like, what does he need? He has another guy. He's not looking for a loader. He's not looking for a guy to help him load. He's got a guy here to help him. The, he, I, I start walking towards his cart. He starts walking back towards the aisle. I walk a little bit away from the cart. He walks more steps towards the, <laughs> towards the front of the store. I'm like, what are we doing here? Now we're doing a little dance, and now we're mean mugging each other across this store. I'm about, if I could break him with my stare, I would have done it, okay? So we're looking at each other, and I'm like, this guy's messing with me. This guy is messing with me. So about, he goes up there. He walks around. I swear he just walks around the aisle. He walks around the other side. They come up. They load up their drywall, and the guy's like, hmm. He puts his thing in the, in the aisle. There's stairs, mind you. Stairs in this bucket yeah. thing. So now theirs is blocking the aisle. I can finally load my cart. I got nowhere to go with it. I got nowhere to go once I get it. What are you guys doing? Take your cart up to the section where you know the section, the text to confirm section. It's like a little yeah, yeah. The, the, the little pro desk lobby. Yeah. You expect eight guys with sheets of drywall to go, we're standing in line here. I'll go wait to text. Okay. And they got to they do 40 buttons. The people at Home Depot, they're like, okay, click, click. Click. What was the phone number? I, Home Click. Depot wasn't even Click. around when those Click. MS DOS hey. machines were made, buddy. I don't even. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what. I even make a. I go to them and I'm like, Hey, you don't. What's with all the button pushes? What's with all the buttons? Like, hey, you gotta push a lot of buttons to get that. No, what's your number again? What's your name again? What's oh? And then they gotta sign something. They go like this. They just drag their finger straight across it. I'm like, You got something to sign? You don't even sign it? What are all these steps for? <laughs> Finally, I take I take my drywall and I just walk totally around the store. Now I'm like. You can't drag drywall around. You can barely get a cart around Home yeah. Depot. I'm going to drag I'm a, a thing. I'm long way. I'm long way. I'm not putting them sh- straight up and down. I'm long way. You're perpendicular I'm, to the cart? Uh, no. Or are you hanging off? Yeah. like a little airplane. I got a flat cart. I got a flat cart with all my stuff on it. So there, uh, it was horrible. I go around in the next thing to the masonry aisle. It's right next there. And I'm like, the Red Sea had parted, baby. I get the red. No one's in that aisle. I push that sucker. I'm riding it at this point because I have like a personal victory i'm like oh i push it i ride it out get this carpet. lady first lady she's like oh she could see it in my face <laughs> i just she <laughs> could see it in my face there were people who i swear had been waiting longer but she's like hey uh, you need some help like she's like you you, you need help you need help pal <laughs> she helped me out she took care of me shout out to i forget what her sure. name is at home depot but she the people at the pro desk are mwah, beautiful people but everybody else in there, they don't really want to do nothing. They don't want to do anything. Probably. They don't want to they do. They want fifteen dollars an hour. You know? That's uh, so. The moral of the story is: don't be a jerk. So yeah. So I was like, oh, I, we could have went even further with it. This guy was super in, in, inconsiderate. But as soon as I saw that lane, I was like, mm, in, per, personal victory. Take it and run with it. I didn't let that one moment that guy Did you wink ruin. Him? But I had to go out, and he was waiting in line, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> "Just kind of did. a personal victory, yes, like, sir, yes, did. sir, yes, but sir." But see, that patience comes. You know, Kept my cool. Those who wait. I looked at him like Dude. I was gonna maybe murder him. I think he owed you a little nod, maybe a little well played. Oh. 
his buddy, his buddy who was the bystander, was like, at first he's like, leave me out of this. Because I'm looking at him like, I'm like, what's this guy doing? What game is he playing this little tango when I take two steps forward? He takes back? He's coming back now that I'm walking towards his cart? He thinks I'm going to move his cart? I'll move the cart at this point. I'll load my stuff on your cart, and you can have my cart. Simple as that. I'll be out of your hair in five minutes. I know how to load up drywall. Yeah, I got you. Wow. That's the friend that always gets into fights. it, It got me hot. But immediately, and I was in the parking lot, and it's downhill, and I just rode my own cart because I parked way at the back. So, like, I immediately switched. I said, you know what? This is going to be a good day because I knew if that was going to ruin me that early in the morning, what was the rest of my day going to be like? Yep. Good for you. That's the whole deal, right? It's the whole hot yep. stone thing. Mine's, mine's a little more frivolous than that. Uh, a couple weeks ago when uh, we went out to Parlor STL, our sponsors mm-hmm. of the show, uh, to celebrate. Uh, well, we were out there. It was their one-year yeah. anniversary. And, uh, of course, and then Miss and I got engaged. I'm going to throw that out there again. So we're celebrating. We're we getting, get it. We're getting a little loose, right? We're happy. <laughs> it, all make, it, it, it all ties in. So we're getting a little loose. We're having some adult beverages. A few. Typically, when I have a couple of adult Re- beverages, refreshments were served. I'm not a regular smoker, but when I have adult beverages, I like to have a smoke. And so I didn't have a pack of cigarettes with me. And that makes me a bum, right? But what I did have was <laughs> a three, complete bum. But what I did have was three $1 bills. And so. Do you hate that guy? Do you hate the cigarette guy? Listen, I don't. Give I don't. Me a like, dollar. I, don't. And I don't. Typically, because I've been there. Yeah, and so that's part of the if deal. If you it's offer kind of me like money, I'll give you one for free. Right? That's yes. the deal. That is the deal. No, right? like I want that dollar. It used you to take be, the dollar. I've if never I, taken I have the dollar. I'm 30 days from being uh, tobacco free for three years. Oh, but good job. But yeah, quitter. Well, see, you know, I, I, it used to be like months. a quarter. Would get you a quarter would 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 be like hey something like I'll give you a quarter and that was like kind of a fair trade that was back I can make a phone call the liquor stores in the back in the day but the price of cigarettes have skyrocketed right and so I'm like hey look what is it twenty twenty smokes in a pack okay Uh, a dollar for one cigarette that you're you're making good money oh you're making good money and Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in really having a whole pack of cigarettes and so I'm like all right you know what got a little buzz on you just need a little little buzz I just want to want to taste some smoke. You know, so I go, I go outside and there's this gal sitting there with her friend, only one smoking in the joint. And I'm like, all right, well, I go up to her kind of sheepishly. Shoot or shoot. I got a dollar in my hand. I'm not running any game, ma'am. I just want to give you this $1 for whatever kind of atrocious cigarette you're smoking. I don't, you know, but but I go, I was like, Hey, uh, any chance, like (laughs) I can give you a dollar for a cigarette. Now I've had this looking at you or is her back turned? In the eyes, she's looking at me. She sees me approaching everything. Okay, I'm okay, not, okay. You know, and, and mind you, the other three people are, 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 you know, Seth and Miss and Seth's friend. They're standing at the table directly. I mean, I just turn to this other table, okay. and I'm like, I've got a dollar, <laughs> and I will buy one cigarette from you. I'm the only smoker in the group. None of my friends smoke, and I'm, I just caught a little buzz. I'm not, you know, I'm not even. <laughs> and now, typically, I've had this happen, and if I only have a couple left, I'm like, man, listen, I would any other day, yeah. Yeah. I would, I'd give you one. Usually, the person, yeah, the, but I, the I, person's like, I'm not going to take your last it's one. It's early. It's early. exactly. And if someone said, hey, I only got a couple left, I'd be like, dude, I'm, I won't even pay you for one. I don't want it. Yeah, you know. But this gal looks me <laughs> dead in the eyes, and I go, one dollar for one cigarette, and she goes, absolutely not. <laughs> And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, the walk away, <laughs> right up. And I, I, so I turn to Seth and Miss and, and Seth's friend, and I'm like, Broad doesn't play golf. This Broad doesn't play golf. I don't know. 
and like all of a sudden, where she kind of thought that she was like so yeah. cool, she's like nailed no, it. and she like looked at her friend. All of a sudden, I turn around, and my group of friends are now having a laugh at this insanely serious person and their disposition on life. One cigarette for one dollar, get out of here! Yeah. I'm giving you two hundred and fifty percent markup on your cigarette. Okay, like it's a fair trade. Don't look at me like I'm an idiot. If you don't want to yeah. give it to me, say no. I'd rather not. Like I'm, I'm low, whatever. But absolutely not. Like you know what? Hey, listen. was she good looking? No, no. Oh, not really. Like she was a St. Louis four. Okay. <laughs> Before, or after she got the two. Oh, she. You know, after she got the two, she like was the most unattractive thing in the world. She went negative. I was like a simple like no. Or a simple no, or you know, like yeah. I only have a couple or whatever, but just absolutely not. Like, don't chase me away like I'm trying to spit on your windshield and clean it with a newspaper. I'm offering you fair value here. This is ridiculous. I was so upset too because before I went inside, there was this nice homeless guy, and he's like, Hey man, he comes up to my window and he's like, I'm just trying to get by. He's like, I don't want to ask somebody something for you know, to get something for yeah. nothing. Can I sing you a song for a dollar? And I said, brother, you can absolutely sing me a song for a dollar. What do he sing? He goes, it's an original. And I said, okay. Oh, no. Roll down the window. It's Miss and I. We're sitting there, front seat of the car. And this guy sings this really, really nice, just doo-wop little number. Not a lot of soul. Really good. On key. You know, a little flat in a couple spots. But, but, <laughs> but good. But really good. And like, it, dog. Was, it, was, dog. it was original. And I'm like... Dude, I'll give you two dollars for that, homeboy. Like that was awesome. The oh, fact, that was like, so good. I, that was the barter. Yeah, yeah. I'll sing you. A, yep. I'll, I'll sing was you it a frog for a for a buck. Was it tech track? It was not. Tech track. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out to tech track. What's up? Check them out on. Uh, on anyway, don't how, be how did it make you feel? My, the whole point was is it's at first I was embarrassed until I realized how ridiculous her yeah. response was, and then she, like. She got you for not a minute? To laugh, not to laugh at it. No, it was like, it was so instantaneous that I was like, I could have never expected her to be like, <laughs> yeah. absolutely not. Like, it's like, I, it's like I just like kicked her dog She's or like, something. Ugh. Yeah, it's like put it out. out of my arms. Yeah. Like, like, how about a bucket of quarters? But, but as soon as I turn around, I, tur- I turn around to my, to my three friends and I'm like, well, this broad doesn't play ball. Yeah. Like, and she became the punchline. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I wasn't be trying rude. to make a joke out of her. I was just like, so taken aback by her abrasive. I've never, I never I, had that. I don't remember any of this. I was drinking gin out of a bucket. That's There's true. a picture of us on the family. That is yeah, true. There are some we're, good we pictures. We were drinking gin out oh, of a bucket to, to celebrate. My but goodness. Anyway, you know, it's just like for me, being cynical and being. I don't even. I think like being gin. cynical is even easier. But like, but it it literally takes the same amount or less than to just be. I don't want to say agreeable because you shouldn't just be a pushover or whatever. But to just be cordial, spot. just to be cordial, just to be a just a respectful human being, yeah. and maybe I was disrespectful for not having it. I thought I was offering free trade. I thought I was. I just, uh, fair, fair I wonder, I would, some people just don't have that in their arsenal. Sometimes I wonder, just like some people don't have empathy or whatever. No, they don't. I don't, like, they don't know. I just think just, I think that there's like that. Like it was very much a, a mean girl mentality. Like you remember being that middle school. Uh, you insulted boy. her with that dollar. I, I would, would totally I have been like, better off because that's the thing. I think, I'm not here's what I would have done. I, I won't I'd smooth his eyes. So it'll walk over. Like, ma'am, I think you. I, I think you dropped this dollar. Oh well, thanks. Oh, by the way, do you have a smoke? Oh, there you go. Oh, well, just, and if you would have said absolutely not, here's like, the deal. That wasn't even your well, dollar. Then, then you're out of buck. <laughs> she probably saw that you were with Seth. Oh yeah, and I'm sure Seth was like. 
real aggressive with her if she was a St. Louis. We were there celebrating a year anniversary of a lovely little event. Date with me. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah. sorry. He did. He did. We were paired up. That's the whole thing. Nobody's running game. Like, especially fun. on you. <laughs> oh, that's just rude now. You know, uh, yeah, that. I'm going there. Don't do just it. Give don't it do it. Just she... give it up. Hey, listen, don't be rude, guys. <laughs> it takes less effort. It's all right. It baby. takes less it's effort okay. to just be, just put a smile on your face. Smile through it. That's all I'm trying to say. Let's do it. Hey, let's what go to show, break. Guys. Let's jump. We're up against it. Let's jump to break. On the other side, let's talk to one of the brightest libertarian minds in the country who is going to bolster this Republican Liberty Caucus. I don't know where he's going to fit in to the political scene, but I do know that he's going to be an elected official somewhere in this state, in this country. God, I hope Before so. it's all said and done. God willing. Guys, this is Hoosier Fiskin on WGNU920AM.com. We will see you on the other side of the break. For the St. Louis Radio World. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Michael Minkin from StopAbductions.com. As we believe that the aliens are, are actually invading and taking people with the purpose of taking control of our society. Aliens are, are mixing our DNA with their DNA to make a new race that is now integrating into our society. Hoosier Sophisticate, Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. Have you ever been pressed for time, rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys, or trying to beat that grace period at work, and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter, and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk, and for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, View From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover because sometimes it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View from the Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. Hey, Hoosiers. Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier Sophisticate tees. Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. The government thinks three letters are bad. So bad, in fact, we won't even mention them. They even think that we've been waiting on them to tell us what works and what doesn't. Fine. We'll play your game. Look, friends, our fans have given us countless anecdotal testimonies of how Missouri Medical Cannabis Company's hemp oil is helping them and their pets. Now, we wouldn't be so forward as to say this oil that has been used for a couple thousand years for a smorgasbord of ailments and applications has any positive effect on your health or well-being. But we will tell you, it's a neat oil to have around the house. We personally think it makes your pet's food taste better. And if your pet's food tastes better, they're going to be happier and generally more playful. 
Come to think of it, it probably makes your food taste better. May as well see if it makes you happier and more playful. Life's too short to worry about what a group of unelected bureaucrats think about you or your habits. Go to MoMedCanCo.com and try out this delicious oil. It might make things better. And by might, I mean it probably will, but we aren't crazy enough to say that. If you just want to taste it and try it out, enter HOSO at checkout, and you're going to get 15% off everything site-wide. Just a reminder, this hemp oil was rumored to have all kinds of benefits before Mitch McConnell saved us from something we didn't need saved from. Thanks, Mitch. MoMedCanCo.com. 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 Hey, everybody, it's Chris Denman. Be sure to join myself, Travis Terrell, and the cast of thousands on St. Louis Live, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 a.m., right here on 920 a.m. WGNU, and stream it online at WeAreLiveRadio.com. I believe that if we are honest with ourselves, that the most fascinating problem in the world is who am I? I don't think there can be any more fascinating preoccupation than that. Who's your sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Most of us feel I, ego, myself, my source of consciousness, to be a center of awareness and of a source of action that resides in the middle of a bag of skin. 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 Seth bringing the heat again Ooh. with Alan skin. You like that? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate. We are ringing in the new year. We're going we're gonna, to uh, go through all of our greatest moments of 2018. A lot of those uh, were made up of this gentleman that is on the Parlor STL and Tower Classic tattooing phone lines. He was a former U.S. Senate candidate for Missouri. Man, did we ever try so hard to get him in. He is the owner of the LibertarianRepublic.com, one of the most savvy people in the political spectrum when it comes to online social media interaction we got austin peterson on the phone austin what is up brother what up what up what are you doing and a, and a great tipper i'm told a great tipper yeah oh that's, oh, very oh, nice. that's good to hear man <laughs> that's good i'm glad to hear that it's on your wikipedia <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> somebody went to wikipedia and did that that's so great yeah. uh, craig oh. actually says the opposite which is good yeah for sure that's hilarious that's I'm sure somebody. Yeah, I'm a, I am a good tipper. Somebody must have gone in there and edited that. That's cool. <laughs> we get all of our information about you from uh, Wikipedia, Austin. So that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the, my my favorite part of my of my Wikipedia bio is when they say Austin was living behind a midtown quick trip when he decided to run for president. I like <laughs> that. And that, it sounds that... like I was living like in a dumpster behind the quick trip, but it was. <laughs> It was a duplex. Whatever. <laughs> There's quick trips in nice neighborhoods. And whatever. Oh, I'm just just haters, man. <laughs> awesome. Now that uh, all the craziness of the uh, election season is behind us and everything, how, you find yourself unwinding a little bit. Uh, and and oh, what, are you, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing now, brother? Lucy Goosey, man. I feel great. You know, like not having to serve the public is also a benefit to, you know, that's the, the upside of Luke. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I get it. I've been, I've been hosting, uh, fill in hosting and KCMO radio out here in Kansas City in the morning. It's just a little temporary thing. 
And like this morning, we had a caller call in because I was saying that, you know, we get the government that we deserve because, you know, if you're if you're angry at the politicians, just remember, we're voting for these people. Right. And this lady called in. She was so mad. She's like, well, we we vote for these people. This is what we want. Maybe these are the policies that we want. And, and like this is a democracy. And then I just cut her mic and I just said right into the microphone, I said, democracy is the theory that the common people know what they want and deserve to get it good and hard. So, <laughs> my man. I'm joking. I'm, joking. No, no, I'm, I'm having fun. I, you know, I, I uh, you know, like I said, I got the. You said uh, the Libertarian Republic is up and running. I got a, a host of new writers, young talent. Um, I'm working with the Republican Liberty Caucus here in Missouri to support some of the Libertarian Republicans who won their races, who are going to be elected officials here on the state level. You know, I'm not super optimistic on the federal level, although I am now a little bit more than I was because of what's happening with Syria, the, the announced drawdown in Syria and Afghanistan. Uh, that is kind of a Christmas miracle, I, at least if it happens. So so mostly long, to, like kind of, you know, an optimistic really on the, on the local level. But on the federal level, we still got problems. We got bump stock bans. We have a shutdown government. And uh, frankly, I'm going to be interested to see how Senator-elect Hawley handles many of these issues. It'll be it'll be super interesting. You know, you're bringing up uh, kind of what's what's going on at the at the federal level with with Syria, and it's what's interesting is is you know Mattis looked like maybe Trump's best cabinet pick out of the gate. But I, but then I go back and I look at it, and the, the, he's a warrior monk, right? And I, I go back and look at it, but even he is a product of the military-industrial complex. It's all he's known is, is interaction throughout all of these countries. And to be honest, we don't know of who that true um, – pac- I don't want to say pacifist, but who that true peace seeker is through non-intervention in the military because that's not how you gain your accolades in the military. I, I, I want to cheer this move. We have no business being over there. It's it's kind of one of those things. We don't want to be the world police. So um, give us give us your take on, on why it's a good thing that we're going to get out of there. Sure. Well, I, I have great respect for Jim Mattis, Mad Dog Mattis, and I thought he was a good pick. But uh, in his exit note, he's, he was correct when he said the president deserves to have someone who shares his vision of foreign policy. And Mattis was not always conservative on many important issues. Like uh, he was, he actually advised President Trump not to pull out of the Paris Climate Treaty. So there were some things about Mattis that I didn't agree with. I'm hoping we can get somebody in there with a little bit more conservative bona fides. Although, you know, when they get to the top, they're not especially partisan necessarily, sure. uh, as much as they are ideological themselves. But I think that right now the president is is looking to get a win. And he also is, I think he's starting to understand that the power of the presidency is not nearly as unlimited as many people make it out to be. Um, One of the things I think he's realizing is that he only has certain power and certain authority that he can exercise. He can't fund the wall himself. He needs Congress to do that. And now we have an incoming Democratic House that's only going to create more problems for him, which could extend this shutdown Well, indefinitely for now. But um, when it comes to the pulling out of troops in Syria and Afghanistan, I think the president rightly understands that he has the authority to remove those troops. Uh, As the commander in chief, you know, they they put those troops in there under an authorization of military force. And the president can go in and he can go in and remove those troops if he so desires. Um, And we don't know if he did that specifically because he has been under such scrutiny and he is looking to get a victory that his supporters will agree with him on because frankly 
I, I would say that a slight majority of the people who support President Trump tend to be what we would call paleoconservatives. Uh, those people tend to be, and I'm not saying this pejoratively, but they tend to be isolationist. That's why they would agree with Trump on pulling out of Syria and Afghanistan. But unfortunately, being isolationist, they're also going to agree with things like tariffs, protectionism, walls. and walls. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Right. So being a non-interventionist, such as I am, I'm not uh, an isolationist. I think that, you know, if we could get if we could get the troops out of Syria and Afghanistan and get rid of the tariffs and, and drop this stupid border wall nonsense, which I know they won't, I mean, we'd hell, we'd be on the path to the kinds of policies that I'd really want to see. You know, no we did doubt. get major tax. We did get major tax cuts. You know, why do you think the stock market is expanding, or why do you think our economy is expanding? Why do you think unemployment is low? It's a direct result of these Trump economic policies, uh, other than the tariffs, I would say. Uh, but I would, I, I honestly think that we're on a pretty good path. I, I, I worry for Trump because of the withering criticism that he's facing from now the neoconservative establishment Republicans who are agreeing with the now not anti-war leftists. Did you guys see that Noam Chomsky is endorsing staying in Syria? That's yep. what's great. That's- Ann Coulter is, is is trying to pull out and Noam Chomsky's trying to stay in. What is this world at right now? What are we living in? That That is how much people are suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. You know, I campaigned against President Trump. I said a lot of not, uh, not nice things about President Trump. And I don't give a damn who, you know, and libertarians who criticize me or liberals who criticize me and say I'm flip-flopping. No, I've changed my opinions based on the evidence at hand. And frankly, I don't like the bump stock ban, but if he pulls these troops out of Syria and Afghanistan and follows through on that, I might just campaign for him in 2020, not going to lie. I, I mean, so far I have, other than uh, the gaffes and, the, and, and him having Twitter in general, um, I, I had his policy for the most part, like I'm not, I'm not looking for a guy to fix all my problems. I'm looking for a guy that's trying to eliminate all of the people trying to fix all my problems. Right, there you go. <laughs> we, uh, I, you know, me, Trump and I have all the same enemies, it seems. Let's talk a little bit about uh, you know we um, we passed uh, Amendment Two here in, here in Missouri, so we got some medical cannabis on the way. We we I think we did the, the lion's share of the work here. Uh, everybody can pretty much thank Hoosier Sophisticate for our place on <laughs> that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the big things, and and there was a uh, I think uh, Nick Schroer uh, introduced some legislation uh, is gun rights for our medical cannabis users, and uh, I kind of want to see wh- where you're at on that, and and what can we do. As peaceful, I guess. I guess sit out and not get our medicine if we want to be law-abiding gun owners. What do we do in the moment, and who can we get behind? You said that you're you're backing some Liberty Republicans here in Missouri. Are there was that a promising election season? Did we actually get some pretty liberty-minded conservatives here in in, in Missouri? Yeah, I'm not going to lie, guys. We actually had some pretty good gains out here in Missouri on the state level. Um, uh, I would call uh, Ben Baker from Southwest Missouri. He was the former mayor of Neosho. I would call Ben Baker like the Ted Cruz of Missouri, okay. and that, that Ted Cruz I would think of as more as a, as a true conservative. Sure. Uh, and then uh, we got Tony Lavasco from St. Charles County, who is a Libertarian Republican, and then we had Dottie Bailey. She's from uh, the uh, south of St. Louis area. I can't remember what district that is, uh, but she is a I would call her a conservative, but she's in she splits the middle between Tony and Ted. So she's definitely another good one that we have. There's also Dirk Deaton as well down in southwest Missouri. So we did pick up some gains in the House 
here in Missouri. We've got some good people that are there already. We lost a couple of good ones, but we did replace them and then some. But when it comes to our guns, I mean, you're talking to the guy who popularized the quote, I want to live in a world where gay married couples can defend their marijuana fields with automatic machine guns, right? So, you know, I, I tend to think we should be able to have our guns and our weed. Uh, and honestly, I, I, we do need to fight this, and we, and we should introduce these bills at the state level to make, to make sure that Washington and he knows where we're coming from. Because the question is really, you know, can you own a firearm if you're a medical cannabis owner? I think the answer is probably yes. The question is, can you buy a firearm? Well, the answer is no, because on the form you have to say you know, whether you're, you're a user of cannabis or not. And if you lie on that form, well, that's a federal crime. So that's quite problematic. That needs to be changed. So, so we, we, have, we have to change that regulation from the federal level. So basically you're just saying make sure you get what you need beforehand. <laughs> there you, yeah. I would never advise somebody to commit a crime. That's well, yeah, something. of course. But, right, right. But, uh, but I would say, yeah, and, and what we really need to do is, is to appeal to President Trump, who has the authority, because – Cannabis is scheduled as a on the um, on the list as a Schedule One drug. He could simply deschedule it. Um, he does have the proper authority to remove cannabis from the Schedule One list. So, if the president decides to, he can do that, and then that would essentially decriminalize cannabis nationwide for the states that have legalized it. Which Missouri, being medical, would mean that we would no longer be you know, running afoul of federal laws, and we wouldn't have to worry about the gun issue. I, I do believe that the president will do that because he said he would do it, and frankly, this is a guy who surprisingly does what he says, uh, or at least he tries to do what he says, and i got to give him credit for that. So I would not be surprised if in 2019, or even in 2020, if it's right before the election, is something to sort of swing some Democrat votes if he were to do something like that. 100% could not agree more. I, th- I feel like, uh, you know, Trump is the kind of the kind of guy that does really care what people are saying about him. But I love the fact that it really doesn't affect the way he decides his policy. Like he does not make very uh, popular opinions, right? Like his 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 approval rating goes down. But at the and I think when people are kind of behind closed doors, they're like, oh man, I got a little bit more in my paycheck. And if this guy could just shut up, he'd be kind of all right, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, and you're talking to a hardcore libertarian here. I mean, and a guy who ran against him. So I mean, this isn't some Republican flack who's looking for a job in D.C. It's, you know, I'm. I, as a matter of fact, like you know, I, I lose more opportunities with my opinions than I than I gain opportunities because I'm honest, right? You know, sure. I'm, I'm sure my I am the eight percent in Missouri because I told the truth uh, about uh, my policies, and and frankly, it's the people that we appreciate generally tend to be the biggest liars, and the people that we hate are the ones who tell us the truth. But President Trump seems to be being pretty honest about what it is that he wants to do, and he, he follows through, and and frankly, I got to respect him for that. You know, I follow you, and I appreciate you, and I follow you on uh, all your social media platforms, and, and you said something on Facebook about this wall. I've been seeing so many things on my feed about, oh, they they got this GoFundMe for the wall, and it's got this much money, and, you know, they can't do the math, and then, oh, they got they got the wall, and the people at my Christmas party, my family were like, yeah, we, uh, everyone here should donate 10, 15 bucks, you know, to the wall, and like, who, you know, who's the best out of all of us, and it's a great idea, and, you know, and I was like, I stole this from you, but I dropped a bomb on everyone at my family 
it did not give you credit at all. Um, but I was like, guys, if we could pay for that with, with all of our choice where our money's going, why are we still being taxed? And you could see heads explode at the dinner table. And mine did too. And it's such a simple concept, but the way you, you eloquently stated it on social media, it really blew me away. Could you, could you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, sure. I mean, if we can raise $16 million to fund a wall on the southern border, why can't we raise millions of dollars for other things, like veterans' health care, perhaps, right? Perhaps we could raise money for all sorts of wonderful things. Maybe the Democratic Socialists could take a page out of our playbook, and they could voluntarily raise money for, for medicine. But no, the problem, of course, with the left is they don't want to spend their money. They want to spend your money on their problem. So with the conservatives, at least the conservatives are putting their money where their mouth is, and they're trying to invest in the wall. Of course, technically, there is a problem. They, you know, it, it, it's, it, it, People don't have a concept of money. They look at $16 million, and that's more money than most people will ever see in their entire lives. So they think this is a gigantic amount of money, but they don't realize how long it would take to raise a billion dollars. Just a billion dollars. It takes years to raise a billion dollars, and, and it's already slowing down. And then, of course, you have the problem of eminent domain, which is a big problem because, yes, you know, I, I like the idea of voluntarily funding it. or you know, Actually, I like the idea of Mexico paying for it. Or, or actually, I like the idea of not paying any stupid money and just reforming our immigration laws so we have the right incentives in place. But, you know, screw me. Um, I, I think that uh, you know, when it comes to voluntarily funding projects like this, I mean, there's really no limit to what we could accomplish if we weren't being taxed at such a phenomenal rate. If we weren't paying half of our income, we could afford to be more charitable and to fund the projects that we see as necessary for our country and for our communities. I think people have just really been indoctrinated and brainwashed to believe that the only way to pay for certain things is through uh, is through an, a heavy graduated progressive income tax. But, uh, you know, I think this GoFundMe shows libertarian principles to a degree in action, but I don't know that the public is going to be able to capture this in their brains and hold on to it. Quite frankly, guys, uh, this morning when I was trying to explain to people just the basic concept of a victimless crime, most people didn't get it. It's a shame. I had caller after caller calling in and saying, yeah, smoking marijuana is not a victimless crime because if they smoke it, then their their babies will smoke it, and then the babies will get I'm like, then it's is not Is that what my mom crime. did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. I know. I, yeah, I really made him mad because I was like, I hung up on somebody at one point, and I was like, I feel like I'm teaching to the D students here, Kansas City. Keep oh. up. <laughs> it was, they get mad. But, uh, you know, voluntarily funding projects would be fantastic. The problem with the wall, of course, is that you're going to have to steal land from people in the southern border, including Native American tribes. And we have a 1970 treaty with Mexico where we're supposed to share uh, spring waters that flow across the Rio Grande. That's a big problem. But, you know, I guess we could go ahead and live in a fantasy world for a little while that this massive redistribution of wealth on the southern border that's going to steal land from Republicans in Texas is actually going to get built. You know, keep lying to yourself, but, you know, frankly, I, I can't do it. Austin, I got uh, one more kind of political question, and then we'll, we'll we'll get a little more personal with you. But uh, uh, on the uh, okay. the the farm bill just passed, man, and uh, you know we're very involved uh, with the cannabis movement here, and and I think that honestly, if you just did a single issue vote on hemp, I think that the numbers would be staggering in favor of decriminalization, legalization, and just opening it up to to farmers and manufacturing. For they they, they sold this thing off. 
And at first, everyone was like, you know, the campus community yeah. celebrated. Oh, hemp is legal, federally legal. We did it. We did it. And then I looked at the people, and it, it, it was like, what, 87 to 13, right? So that kind of piques my interest. Who are these 13 people? And then I see who introduced the bill. Oh, it's Mitch McConnell. Okay, well, who voted against this thing? Oh, Thomas Massey was not in favor mm. of this bill. Uh, Justin Amash wasn't on board. <laughs> Rand Paul wasn't really there. Um, Mitch McConnell did it. This can't be that great. It is unbelievable to me, Austin, that we can't just have single-issue voting, that it gets the, – the people that have been in the, the hemp industry, the CB, well, we'll call it the CBD industry, which now the FDA gets to regulate entirely. People can't uh, claim any benefits or anything. All the people that help kind of uh, make this uh, not a faux pas or a taboo in society are now going to be squeezed out by subsidized huge farm operations uh, that Mitch McConnell basically propped up. And uh, yeah. it's it's kind of hard to root for, man. Being being pro cannabis, this is not a this is not a you know it's 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 not something to celebrate. Uh, you know, I just I take little victories sometimes where I can get them, and I'm not. I mean, I'm never I'm not super into hemp, so I'm not really that excited about it. But uh, I would simply say that you know we live in a welfare welfare state, and what I what I mean when I say that is that when we pass welfare for the poor through food stamps, right? The farm bill contains food stamps. You're also passing welfare for farmers, right? So rich corporate Republicans, corporatist Republicans get their welfare, and then, of course, the Democrats vote for it because they get their welfare as well. And, of course, you know, the pages are thousands of of pages. The the bills are thousands of pages long. Uh, Senator Rand Paul has introduced a bill called the One Bill at a Time Act or One Issue at a Time Act. And, I mean, frankly, that would be fantastic. That would slow things down quite a bit, and that would be a good thing. I mean, Thomas Massey frequently gets on the floor of the House and demands quorum so that people's votes will actually be recorded. I was so, so proud of him this week. I was so proud yeah, of him. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going in there. They'll have five congressmen in there, and they'll and they'll do votes on legislation on eyes and nays. And and of course, the eyes always carry it. It doesn't matter how many nays you know shout at the top of their lungs, but. Thomas Massey, by going in there and calling for a quorum, they forced him to close business and stop passing legislation with five congressmen. That's ridiculous. You know, we elected these people to go to D.C. to vote on legislation, and how come legislation is being passed without being voted on by our elected representatives? But Thomas Massey's a hero on that one. But when it comes to the farm bill, you know, it's one of those things that's kind of like how the military-industrial complex has a manufacturing plant in every single congressional district in the United States. Yep. Uh, there's farmers. It's the same. Works the same way with the farm bill. You know, you you cannot go against the farmers. They use it's like how ethanol used to be sort of a sacred cow. There's nothing more of a, of a sacred cow than farmers to politicians because then they can connect with the working man or the working class when, in, or at least they can say they do. When in reality, what they're doing is stealing our tax dollars and giving it to big rich corporate pricks. Let's have a little bit of fun with you, brother. Let's throw you in the hot seat. You down? Do it. Let's go. Hot seat time. All right. So where we each ask three questions just to figure out if you're a psychopath or not. First thing that comes to your head. It's like eHarmony. We go real deep. What's the best thing about you? Uh, That I am a martial artist. What's the worst thing about you? Uh, That I suck and I lose every election I run in. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Knock it off right now. We love you. Um, And if there's a story written about your life, maybe it's a book or maybe it's a movie, what's the title? The Sexiest Man Alive. (laughs) All right. I would definitely watch that movie. Who would narrate that story, Awesome? Uh, Angelina Jolie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, what uh, what song you want played at your funeral? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you're not going to know it. It's called "For the Beauty of the Earth." Uh, it's a song that I sang in choir when I was a young man. It's a beautiful hymn and uh, just sort of reflects like my concept of love and life. I love that. Wow. Great answer. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be? I would be a Ford F-150. Reliable, st- st- sturdy, standard, always gets you where you need to go. You know, handsome, can be outfitted, can be tricked out. You know, good, strong truck. Right on. Dang. It's, like, it's almost like you knew that was coming. <laughs> That's the number one selling vehicle in America, I think. Yeah, so stand out the original. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Is it my turn? All right, Austin. Uh, maybe, uh, I, maybe I should have picked something less popular. <laughs> It would have definitely fit your multiple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, now it's time uh, it's time for the tough questions. You ready? Yeah. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Oh, Word. good man. Quick. Love that answer. All right, you can bring back any t- canceled television show from your past. Uh, what do you got? Quantum Leap. Okay. Quantum Leap. Nice. Scott Bakula, St. Louis' own. I didn't want to pay. And this one has stunned a few people. Uh, let's see what you can do with this question. You get to be invisible for a day. What's the first thing you do? Uh, steal money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one has said strip club yet. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. everywhere is a strip club. You don't have to be uh, yeah. If you have money, you can go to strip clubs. Yeah, very true. There you go. Awesome. Right. Thanks for playing along, brother. Let's, uh, we're, you know, we're wrapping up the year. We're going to do a little best of here on the other side of the hour. What's, uh, what's your 2019 resolution, man? What do you, what's, what, what's something you want to you get done next year? I want to start a chapter of the Republican Liberty Caucus in Kansas City and get a group of at least about 15 to 25 people and start working together on the local level. My man. Austin, go Chiefs. If they win the Super Bowl, we're going to uh, Kansas City to party. Awesome. All right, well, you guys, all right, cool. I'll see you guys these guys, These guys aren't even football fans. I'm a huge Chiefs fan. I'll catch fan, you at so the XFL will... game. <laughs> yeah, we got the XFL coming, so that's going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> just letting you know. No big deal. We're not trying to measure or anything up against Kansas City, but we're just saying we got the XFL coming. So. Austin, thank you so much for playing along, brother. We, uh, we encourage all of our fans to check you out on all the social media platforms that you're on. Great, uh, great still follow. at AP for Liberty, Austin Peterson on Facebook. Uh, you want to let anybody know about anything you got going on? Yeah, I've got the Freedom Report podcast. You can find me on iTunes or Stitcher, AP for Liberty on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's AP, the number four, AP for Liberty. And, uh, yeah, read the libertarianrepublic.com and see what my writers have to say. We, I'm just your friendly neighborhood freedom fighter. My man. You know, we are also we're, – we're, we're in the new century, too. So why don't you let everybody know what your Twitch is while you're at it? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to start streaming here in about 30 minutes. So you can actually watch me live at uh, twitch.com slash AP for Liberty. I didn't invite you to uh, take my this, my listeners away from my show. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that backfired <laughs> quick. That's our time. Austin time. Peterson, we appreciate <laughs> you, you brother. Both. If there's anything we can do to help advance your cause, you let us know. And uh, don't be a stranger to us, brother. Happy New Year, <laughs> and hope you had a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you. Take care, man. Love you. <laughs> get it in? You got it. I do love that guy. He's Remember, awesome. I was like a little, I was iffy on him he at plays first. Ball. Remember, I was like, uh, he's trying to take he's my the job. the antithesis of the guy that wouldn't give me a job. cigarette for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was trying to take my job, and then I thought, you know, he's just like every other politician. He's just like every other politician. But now that he's out of the spotlight and can really, really have some fun, really have some fun with it, he is phenomenal. And I think that's going to play. The next you know, generation of people, they're going to immediately see through BS. So you're going to have to have some reality. You're going to have to have some, you're going to have to have some good people in there, man. And he's a, he's a good one. 
Hey, let's jump to break. And on the other side, let's play Seth's best of 2018. Can't wait. We've almost been in here a year. I mean, we're doing months, big huh? doings, yeah. guys. Has it been? We almost yeah. carried a baby full term. Just yeah. incubated this little hoosha baby. We There's, just just cradling I'm it. I'm counting seven. Just cradling it. I'll breastfeed it. Just taking it along. I'll lactate. I'm lactating. Look, check. Little suckle. Little hoosha baby. Guys, this is Hoosh Fiskin on WGNU 920AM.com. We're going to catch you on the other side. Come, I said, a hoosha fiskin.com.